G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag, previewing, we're going to go south of the border, is it south? Or is it, it's west I guess, yeah, but it's south not... of Tasmania. Yeah, it's so all... it's... <laughs> I'm not a 100% sweet, ever, but more so than not this morning, <laughs> I pulled up a little bit dusty from the bulldozer event, I went really hard last night, I felt the pressure through the two days and I just sort of really had a bit of a blowout last night. Yeah, but you did get to the 3200 metres, like you did finish the course. Oh, no, I'm, I'm ready to go. I could go now, but I don't want to. <laughs> Mentally and physically, I fucking need a break, Peter. Uh, oh, dear. Very, very scary weather predictions for Caulfield. So we're going to leave that many alone. It's pretty boring anyway. We're going to focus on the good meeting at Morphville. Uh, as I said before, I'm dusty. Peter's not, because he didn't really have a crack, which is... Well, we could talk about that too if we wanted to, but... He's going to steer the ship. Uh, this is powered by punningform.com.au and made possible by betfair.com.au. You need to be using both if you want to get serious about the sport. Yep, agreed. Uh, look, there is a bit of a scary weather forecast for Adelaide as well. There's rain forecast tomorrow, rain forecast Saturday as well. Possible small hail, which is what we want to see. Uh, what does small hail mean? How do they know the size of the hail already? Oh, just pebbles. How do they do that? They get the weather machine to just like they type it in. What it says, oh no, this is going to be small ones. No, Elon Musk just types it in and says, right, small hail. I thought he did something with cars that cool. He does. Hail too. Makes the world go around. Race five, six, seven, and eight is what we're going to be focusing on. Uh, look, with the forecast in mind, you almost have to do a little bit of wet track form as well, which is not ideal, but. Look, anything could possibly happen. Race five, benchmark 78 over 1,800 metres. Uh, speed map's coming up now, and look, it's a muddling tempo at best, you would think. There's only a couple of on-speed horses. Sometimes, Peter, when they when a speed map looks like this, they could go real quick. Because they because all think the same. there's four or five of them think there's no speed here, yeah. and they all go for it, and then all of a sudden, bang. Yep. Well, there's a few drawn out wide that have to make a decision early, and I think if one or two of them go forward, they all go forward. Uh, Ferrante was one, raced over 1600 last start, gets a nice little cosy inside draw there for the biggest shins in racing, as you refer to Vosta. Um, it looks suited Big stepping Vostar. up to, stepping up to 1800, but really it is one of those races where anything could pretty much win this. Uh, Matty Barker, currently on the beanbag, has a share in a night in Paris, which needs to probably be ridden with some intent from that gate to put itself into the first half of the field so can, it can just plug just away. You can the, the, the connections given the, the jockey just the mythical instructions of just try and find a spot and blend into the race. Yeah, and that's probably the difficulty for that. But there's all sorts of SP, last start SP in this race. It's really, really even. I uh, would not be surprised if anything won that race. So that's race five. Do you have any opinion at all? No. Don't, yeah. don't know about the race. Yeah. I, I could half find Barker's horse, but I don't like that map. Yeah. I think it's a, a good race to not bet into. I like, I like race six on the card. It's a, it's a listed race, set weights for three-year-olds. The Adelaide Guineas over 1,600 metres. Again, not too much speed on paper, but it's a race where it's combining all these different form lines. We're seeing Kuirup uh, come across from Victoria, a horse that you've had a good love affair with over the last couple of starts in that you found the overs and get, got cracked as a result. Found the overs on this horse twice. Um, it loomed to win there last start and didn't. Yep. It stopped. What do you make of that? I think the horse is a is a beast. I think it's a really exciting horse. 
I'm sickened by the price here, but I think it's probably about the right price. I'm more sickened because it owes us a bit already. Mm. Um, I thought it's hard to tie the, for, the forms through because its first start is over 1,200 metres. So, like, the horse that it was beaten by first up went around $81 chance or a $61 chance. We backed it straight icon. Straight icon, yeah. And it sank stuff over, yep. over 1,200 metres. So that was a sprinting horse, whereas this horse, Kui Rups, looking to get out further in trip. I don't like it's going It's going from 400 to 600, yeah? Its last 200 was pretty weak last start. They did do a good early tempo. Yeah, it was good tempo, wasn't it? Yeah. Which I doubt they go near as fast here, but mm. you never really know. But if just if you look at the small sample size of how these set of riders rode Mockerville last weekend... Mm. They're going to go slower, I'd assume. Yeah, I would think so too. And there's not a great deal of speed. Like, there's no actual defined leader. There's a couple of those horses settling on speed that are having blinkers taken off and visors put on. The McAvoy Yard has got three runners in the race. Um, and you'd think they probably get to control a lot of the speed with Night Passage and Gamekeeper. I thought the, the splits that really discreet ran last start would suggest it would be quite competitive in the finish here, stepping up to 1,600. And likewise with Gamekeeper, it's got different form. It's been unbeaten so far, this prep. The form's a little bit iffy, but the splits have been good. So in a pretty open race, I was happy to have something on both of those horses around the, what, 850 at the moment. But we'll probably get around double figures each. Small play, though. I, I, I don't want to play in the race. Yeah. I'd just be great up if Kurup, like, beat me if I back something else. I'd not be sweet mentally. Yeah. And if I fall into it just because it's cooey rough, yep. I'm kind of not worrying about the price. I'm just mm. backing it because of the horse and that's childish behaviour. So yeah. I think Kurup will win. I think Kurup's the best horse in this race. I, just off how soft it was through the line and going up 200 metres, I won't bet on in, in, in this race. Yep, that's fair. Race seven is a... One, one thing I would that, add is your deal, I bet it sits closer than like last, which it normally rides, yeah. drawn three. Last couple of starts it's been drawn wider barriers they didn't use the good gate last start at Avonville I think they'll learn from that I reckon it sits closer and, and it's obviously also with some ability it's racing some pretty hot races yeah I thought as well if they got really wet that's probably another horse that comes mm. into the race strongly but again we're in that big race at Mornington right? yeah yeah What's, what race are we doing next boss from race 7 the restricted uh, two metro wins in the last year handicap is that, is that what it's called? No, no, no. That's just what it, it's a kangaroo island. It does say that two metro yeah. win. It's restricted to two metro wins in the last year. That's oh a handicap. my god! Race seven, great quaddy leg. Forty five k. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a pretty genuine speed. You'd imagine here. There's a few horses again drawn out wide, but just looks genuine tempo. Um, easy beast, Turbium, beauty. I think we'll probably just put itself in behind them but Miss Jane Tequila Time simply dreaming if it gets a start they're all probably the ones to, to come across from those wider gates again there's heaps of angles in this race Beauty looks to get into a lovely spot has figures last start over a thousand just seemed to get out sprinted behind Bella Vella Beauty's one of ours isn't it yeah we've, we've been with it yeah, we've backed it quite a few times when it's been over here well Bella Vella form's pretty strong yeah it's not too bad you know <laughs> um, there's a few other horses though that sort of had the right figures but they're all going to be mapped cast I'm talking about Magna Bella and Vieira uh, bigger prices they were 
again, you have to probably just monitor how the track's playing with those ones. Debt Collector's also another one from Gate 5. It doesn't tend to have a great deal of speed, but they're probably the three closers where if they are making strong ground on the day, you'd have to consider them. But at so this stage... You're, you're a big shins man here again. Yeah, probably, which is a bit... I didn't really want to find it, to be honest, but I've just found it again, so... Backdoor beauty. Backdoor beauty? No, back to old beauty. I say, keep it clean, man. Oh, there's kids watching this. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I think if you can trust Kayla Crowther, which is not an easy thing to do, mm. Turbine, whilst it's favourite, it's five laws of field. It's yeah. fucking big odds. She doesn't have to do a lot of deep thinking here. Let's put the horse into the good race. Speed. Last start, it was... Looking at it, what is it? Last start's SP $6.50 versus Order of Command, who carried 62 kilos to stick one right now. Snuffed her yesterday. Yep, strong behavior by it. was very strong behavior. The bloody Damien Oliver and his strong. I'm convinced that Oliver can could bicep curl or bench press a lot more than, say, like Craig Williams. I reckon he's a lot stronger than him. We need like a reality show for the like, world's strongest I think, jockey. I think we've feeded Notcom. <laughs> Good. Hashtag not newsworthy enough co content and content ideas, but here's, here's one just for free, another one. Yeah. Do you remember the show they used to have? Gladiator. What? No, no, no. That's the other one with the athletes, the Australia's greatest athlete. They got them all from different codes and they yeah. made all those physical challenges. Yeah, and they could like they could do it just for the jockeys and just they yeah. could say, just, just for this event, <laughs> you can't bet on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so they can get out of their system, you know? Oh. Little, little bit into the vein. Bloody hell, that'd be outstanding content. I just reckon I reckon Ollie's fucking strong and I reckon if anyone else rode it yesterday, we would have won on super hard. Anyway, yep. back to the Adelaide meeting. Turbine forms spot on, is it not? Coruscate, SP $8 there, first up. I think this is a nice nice setup. Luke Nolan's not... Oh, he's not a lot better than Kayla Crowther. I'm happy with she rides. I like the barrier draw. I think it should be favourite, and I won't lose on beauty, but I'm, I'm prepared to back Turbium. $5 is good odds. Sure. All right, race eight. South Australian Derby, group one, three-year-olds, 2,500. <sighs> Let me just go first here. Russian Camelot is immoral. The end. Thanks for that show, guys. Do you want to say anything? I'll try and make a case for something else, but it's hard to come over the top Mate, of that. it's an absolute living fucking certainty. <laughs> it is the only horse here with upside. Yep. Warning's been up. What's one of the sayings about being up for him? I don't know. Just, it's been up for a while. It's been up for a long time. <laughs> Moonlight Gambler could win. Drawn, drawn Barrier 1, we'll see it get a really soft run beneath a lot of luck, mm. which it has never, ever, ever, ever got. And don't know if Dean Holland's going to find it. Uh, we'll potentially just have a small bit of a wager upon Moonlight Made. Because I, I will spew and not be sweet mentally if it won. Mm. But to try and insult my intelligence and give me the same starting price against the boys that you gave me last week against the girls, well, you can go on. Yep. I'm cheering for Mitch, but 
The horse should have won the Oaks last week, and it upsets me that it didn't. But I think Russian Camel is a different beast to these. I think he's better than him. I think uh, it'll win this, it'll win this well, and it might go to a big race like it'll be aimed at a Melbourne Cup or a Cox Plate or Caulfield Cup or something. No concerns going 1,600 up to 25? No, not with this camp. I'm going to have a tiny bet on St Eustace. Race at Flemington last start. Just got nailed. Matty Hill didn't see Zach, it coming. Zach Spain didn't grey up enough last week. You, no. want, you just come back for a little bit more over. Yeah. You do you, bro. Yeah. Gate you, six. You, you. Raced over 2,800 last start. At least I know the horse can get the distance. Yep. Good little split slate. Just a tiny bet. I don't care if Russian Camelot wins. Yep. Sorry. Almost dead. I feel alright, I'm just a bit tired. So my best we'll just have to cut that bit out there. Yeah, we'll just cut that. My best bet is uh Russian Camelot to win the Derby. I have no best bet for this weekend. I've dived through every race at Randwick so far. I've gone through Ascot. I've had a look at races at Morfordville. Nothing stands out immediately. There is no best bet for this weekend. My value bet is sort of pretty short, but I'd often go big, so my no. best bet last week was the $13 chance. I'm going to go Turbium. They're the two horses I like. Have sure. them all up. Oh, I will. Hopefully it gets up, mate. Yeah, I'll have uh, something tiny on St Eustace at, as a value bet. And go to the Betfair hub when you see this video. By that time, I'll come up with a lay or two. Yep, exactly right. We'll dive into a few more and have a crack. <sighs> all right. God bless. Buddha. They were pretty good. No, no, actually. They definitely don't exist. What, Mary Poppins? Well, where was fucking Mary when Superhard stopped? Willy Wonka. Willy Pike. 